Blog Talk Radio. Archangels, ghosts, and Bigfoot, oh my, it's just another night for Supernatural Girls. Real stories, real answers to life's biggest supernatural mysteries. And now, for another exciting interview with paranormal experts from this world and others, here's your host, paranormal researcher Patricia Baker, on the one, the only, Supernatural Girls. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker, and tonight we have a very special Supernatural Health segment. We have two experts. They are world-renowned on the subject of stem cells. We're going to bring them on in just a few moments. We are so excited about this show. We've had so many people calling me all day long. Very excited to hear from our experts, Ricardo de Cubas and Dr. Maritza Novis. So let me first say hi to PK. PK, how are you today? Absolutely. Shall we say, it's really heated up about what's going on, and the weather doesn't <laughs> help either. It just adds to the heat. <laughs> great. That's great. I know. you Yes, tonight is going to be spectacular, and that's why we have so much interest and so many people lined up here. I see so many people that have called in to listen to the show and ask questions, so feel free to call in and ask a question. The number is 563-999-3539. Those of you who know me can send me a text, and I'll take it from there. So, PK, we're in a new month. You've got to tell us what we can expect. Well, I think we've all been there because this is a month that deals with family, relationships, and wanting all things to be perfect. What we're doing this month is reviewing last year, whether we like it or not, but it gives us an opportunity to kind of tidy up a few things that we let slip by. August is going to be that review of where we've been, but it gives us opportunities, like I said, to reduce some of the issues to, well, that kind of we let go unattended. So the basics that we're going to find this month deals with home, family, even family pets. All things are important right now, but look at the opportunities for redoing things in the home or anything that revolves around the home. And you're going to find that it's a great time to bring family members together. It's a good idea to share thoughts, put things together, and change what you may make the family do better because it's all about making our world much more um, user-friendly, we'll call it. You may not want to be able to join together personally, but share little things. Just share a menu, share ideas. Bring things about where, it, where you can reach out and touch those that you really care about. Because this is a time when relationships can be made or broken, and it's a time when we need to be aware of all of us what we need. So the bottom line is share a smile. It'll make a difference in somebody else's day. Enjoy the sharing, enjoy that you give others by simply letting them know that you are aware that they're there. A smile goes a long way. 
So that's kind of where we are this month. Well, it sounds a little lighter, so that's good. We need a little lightness. Oh, We've definitely. got some big stuff going on oh, in the world, so it's just nice that we can maybe think about making break. somebody else's day better. Yeah, that's good. That's very good. But we forget just a simple smile can make a difference to someone. It can make them feel that they're mm-hmm. cared about, and that's so important. It really is. Oh, gotcha. So tonight, as I mentioned, we mm-hmm. are not doing paranormal stuff. We are doing supernatural health. Now, this is leading edge, and I can personally speak to it. I'm a big proponent of this type of treatment, and we wanted to have two experts on to talk about what's happening in this field. It's really exploding and what the implications are and how can this help people with with people that have horrible autoimmune diseases and orthopedic injuries that aren't healing. All kinds of things can be positively affected by stem cells. So tonight we have two fabulous people. We have Ricardo de Cubas and Dr. Maritza Novis, and I'll tell you a little bit about Ricardo. He is the founder, president, and CEO of Regenistem, and he is the former founder of Global Stem Cells Group, and that holds a unique position at the forefront of the fastest-growing trend in medicine stem cell technology. Now, Ricardo is quite amazing. He's a results-driven motivator with a firmly established history in medical sales team management. He has been instrumental in promoting physician training and patient procedure sales in excess of $2 million with a database reflecting 20-plus years of contacts worldwide. Now, those who know Ricardo or have worked with him recognize the important role He serves when it comes to building and expanding an effective team. Now, Ricardo was born in Minneapolis, Minnesota, to Cuban immigrants in 1969. Now, Ricardo acquired his interest in medicine from his father, who was a physician. And in 1985, the family moved to Miami, paving the way for Ricardo to explore a variety of interests, including sports, music, and travel. I'm telling you, this guy has done it all. And he is amazing at the level of information and knowledge that he has about stem cells. Now, also at the forefront of the medical aesthetic and anti-aging medicine since 2001, we have Dr. Maritza Novis. She is also a member of the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine since 2004. Now, 10 years of contained experience with facial aesthetics, hormonal replacement, and nutritional therapies, liposculpture, and fat transfers. Now, Dr. Novus is currently completing a molecular biology master's degree, as if an MD wasn't enough. She is a pioneer in the use of stem cells for the treatment of chronic degeneration conditions, degenerative conditions, and has provided physicians internationally with not only the knowledge of proper procedure and protocol for the harvesting and isolation of adipose, bone marrow, derived stem cells for autologous reimplantation, but with problem-solving methods to improve 
patient outcome. We all want that. Welcome, both of you, to the show. Thank you. Thank Thank you, you, Patricia. Thank you for having us. Well, my goodness. We are so excited. It is totally our pleasure. And uh, there's so much to talk about. I'm not even sure where to start. How about, Dr. Novus, let's start with you. How did you get interested in stem cells? Well, I have, or I already had uh, some uh, experience when I graduated in Cuba uh, uh, longer, more time that I would love to meet. Um, I, I did a, a, a fellowship of research in uh, the biotechnology lab in, in the University of Havana. So I was kind of uh, fascinated by the lab work and how cells work. At that point, we were not working with stem cells. We were lo- working with lymphocytes, which uh, that knowledge has helped me a lot, knowing the immune system in detail just because of that fellowship. Uh, has helped me a lot in this endeavor of uh, regenerative medicine and stem cells and such because the power of the stem cells, and and like you said, we have so much to talk about, Uh, but the power of stem cells, one of the most amazing powers they have is that they're immunomodulators, so they're capable of uh, influencing the immune system uh, as an anti-inflammatory as and as an immune modulator, but down the road we'll give more details in regards to that. Now, when um, I am by trade an emergency room physician, uh, but uh, my interest in uh, anti-aging medicine took me to know about, what, 20 years ago, to know uh, a physician that was working with platelet-rich plasma. 20 years ago, we didn't know much about it. Um, but he himself was a pioneer. He's an orthopedic surgeon. He was one of the few guys that were uh, enthusiastic about using the power of platelets for regeneration. So that got me involved into that. And at that uh, time, I, was, uh, I had gotten to know Ricardo, and we were working together. So we did a lot of uh, research in regards to that. And we came across to a company in Australia that was led by a wonderful, extremely intelligent uh, physician and also a, a molecular biologist himself. And we started learning about uh, stem cells and uh, what, he was, what, what he was able to do in the lab with animals, and then the studies that he had running already uh, in patients with pulmonary fibrosis, and that study was being run in in Greece at the time, and um, the results were amazing, so we started figuring, hey, we have to get into this. Um, We have to, we, we, we were extremely excited about it. So at that time, really, we did not have any formal education as, as, as we do now. There are a few fellowships available for physicians uh, now in UCLA, in London, <clears throat> in Harvard University. 
But at that time, 20 years ago, we didn't have uh, formal training or anything. Regenerative medicine itself was not a specialty. It was not something that people knew. So the basis of um, my knowledge initially was just downloading uh, papers from PubMed and from different sources, international sources, and read as much as I could. So I had to kind of learn uh, basic science all over again. And that's why I was telling you that fellowship that I did uh, while I was really young in Cuba helped me a lot to understand. And we started uh, very discreetly applying uh, this type of autologous therapies. We started doing PRP. And then we went ahead and started uh, using adipose-derived stem cells. And we started actually seeing amazing results. I have stories that I was was telling you, um, I believe I was telling you or your husband at one point, if I hadn't been the physician involved in those, getting those results, I wouldn't have believed it. Really? Some of the doctors would, would come to me and tell me that story, and I would say, no, my friend, that's, that's <laughs> impossible. But I saw it myself. So we started tweaking uh, protocols, and we started adding more uh, products to, to uh, our already our portfolio in regenerative medicine, and we started picking conditions that would give us very good results and trying to accumulate data. And and at this point, 20 years after, we kind of have a pretty good idea of, of the patients that will get good results and, and the protocols that we have to follow with different patients. And, and it's important to know that this is the type of, this is a therapy, it's not a cure. So we have, uh, fine-tuned protocols uh, that are tailored to a specific patient. So some some people with, uh, say, knee osteoarthritis, we would treat them with one uh, source or with another one, and we will add different uh, products to to the treatment and such. And that's that's uh, to put an example. Only and that 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 comes from the experience of doing hundreds of cases all over the world. Um, so I hope I'm not talking too much. No, no, not Dr. At all. Ellis, this is perfect information because we need yes. you know, we need this kind of introduction. Can you tell us what is now? I know you use exosomes. You also use stem cells. What is the difference between an exosome and a stem cell? Well, let's start uh, from the beginning. Uh, And uh, everything starts with a cell. A cell is the minimum uh, living unit in your body that is capable to replicating independently. Uh, So we have several types of cells in our bodies. We have what we call somatic cells, which are uh, all the cells that are committed to do something and they look a certain way. For example, cardiomyocytes, the cells from your heart, 
those are somatic cells, your skin cells are somatic cells, your, your uh, hepatocytes, your uh, cells from the liver, those are cells that are committed to do some function uh, in the body. Then we have the, what we call gametes, which are the sexual uh, cells, uh, the cells that are in charge to um, reproduction. And then we have the stem cells. The stem cells are in charge of uh, regenerate, regenerating tissue. That's their main uh, uh, function. So we have in the liver, we have hepatocytes, but we also have stem cells, local stem cells, that are the ones that regenerate the organs. Now, there are several types of stem cells. Um, you have uh, stem cells uh, in the bone marrow, you have stem cells in the adipose tissue, and you have uh, stem cells that are very specific to a specific tissue. So you have all sorts of stem cells. Now, the cells communicate with each other through exosomes. I like to call the exosomes like the FedEx of the cells. Oh, you know, okay. When you have regular... <laughs> Regular mail will put uh, the, your mail in the mailbox. So they really don't know whether you went out and picked it up or somebody picked it up for you or whatever. Now FedEx knocks on the door, at the door and makes sure the package is inside. So that is ah. that's the function of the exosomes. The exosomes have very valuable biologic cargo that is sent from one cell to the other. And it's like a FedEx thing. They knock on the door and their receiving cell opens up a pore and the information goes in. So that is why the importance of exosomes in this regenerative medicine world. Because mesenchymal stem cells, which are the cells that we find in adipose tissue and uh, umbilical cord, the cord from the baby and the bone marrow, those cells are the most powerful uh, um, immunomodulators and uh, anti-inflammatory and stimulators of the division of other cells. So um, these cells do that work through exosomes. They don't do it any other way. And, and that's a question that I get a lot from patients. They tell me, well, if you got this cell from the fat and you're putting it in my blood, how do they know where to go or what right. to do? And why are you giving me the same cell for the diabetes and you, this same cell you're giving to me, you're giving it to me for uh, COPD. Well, because this cell is not intended to become a cell from the pancreas or a lung cell. They are intended to release a plethora of exosomes that are, have cargo that's going to go stimulate the local cells, the local progenitor, the local stem cells to regenerate the tissue. And that is pretty much how it works. Thank you for explaining that. The first time I've understood exosomes. You explained it beautifully. Thank you. So you understand it now too, PK, right? You get it too? Yes. That's a great explanation. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. Are there, so, are there, go ahead. Go ahead, Patricia. No, no, ask, you go. Are there, certain, 
certain areas of which you uh, will say a person that has a heart issue. Uh, that uh, is there a way that stem cells could work with someone with their heart? Yes, yes. There, as a matter of fact, there is a phase three uh, clinical trial that is mm-hmm. being run. Uh, using mesenchymal cells uh, from uh, adipose tissue that are being injected directly into the myocardium for people with um, cardiac uh, failure. So, you can can use stem cells uh, for cardiac issues. Now, we will have to review because some cardiac conditions will not respond the same as Mm -hmm. others. So it is important for all the physicians that do this to take a look at the clinical history, the Mm -hmm. medical history of this patient and the condition that this patient has and what degree of affection the patient has before we make a decision whether we're going to use this type of cell or this other type of cell or if this condition really will not uh, improve uh, importantly, with uh, mm-hmm. with stem cell therapy. Let me ask you a question. I personally have osteoporosis. Is will stem cells work for me? Yes, it will. Now it we will would make recommend it to, to do yes. We would recommend to do adipose derived stem cells or donor stem cells from the umbilical cord. Now it can for everybody to know, when we say umbilical cord, if the cord of the, or the cord or the placenta of a baby that has already been born, so the baby is alive and well when it, it, the baby is born, and normally we toss the placenta and the cord. Mm-hmm. Now that is a very rich tissue in very new. Uh, nine-month-old stem cells that are uh, naive, that don't have any, any other information that are ready to work. So we use those as donor cells. Um, and this type of cell you can give from one patient to another. So it's important to know that when we say in umbilical cord stem cells, we're not talking about embryonic cells. Okay. Embryonic right, no. cells are the cells that are obtained from the blastocyst, which is when the pregnancy starts. That mm-hmm. uh, can be done in a laboratory, can be obtained in a laboratory, uh, like a, a lot of fertility clinics do, or can be a product of abortion. We do not work mm-hmm. with that type of cells. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, it's uh, illegal in the U.S., to treat anybody with embryonic cells. So we don't use embryonic cells. We use adult cells, either from the fat, from the bone marrow, from the blood, from the umbilical cord, blood, or tissue, or from the placenta. Those are the sources that are normally being used. It has nothing to do with embryonic cells because people tend to confuse the term stem cells with embryonic stem cells, and you have a whole bunch of really good, healthy adult stem cells that you can work with. That makes good sense. Yeah. What about a person that has had, has had cancer? 
is there an issue working with a person that has gone through cancer treatment or has cancer at this point in time? Will the stem cells work for that individual as well? There is a lot of biologic treatments that are being researched right now and uh, a lot of trials with biologics, like, for example, natural killer cells or dendritic cells that are used to treat cancers. Now, mesenchymal stem cells are not used to treat cancer at all. Uh, And uh, we do not recommend to go that route using uh, mesenchymal cells. There is, like I said, a lot of other biologic products, cellular therapies that that can be used for patients with cancer. the most common one is the natural killer, uh, autologous natural killer cell therapy. Um, but that's being researched for certain types of cancer. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. not all the can, not all types of cancers uh, give uh, are, are being researched on that mm-hmm. or can get results using natural killers. But definitely mesenchymal cells are not, had never been used for cancer. I see. How about for orthopedic uh, situations? Like as PK mentioned, she's had uh, osteoporosis and quite a bit of pain and trouble with that. And a lot of people have injuries or they have had to have hip replacements, knee replacements, mm-hmm. things like that because the joint is just too far gone. Would this treatment help them? Yes, yes. Well, after you had the total knee or hip replacement, what we can do is use it for soft tissue, but that joint is already gone. So there is not much that we can do now. When you Mm -hmm. have osteoarthritis, which is the most common, actually the most common ailment in the United States is osteoarthritis. Everybody does have osteoarthritis. (laughs) And, And it responds beautifully. To, uh, to the stem cell treatments. Normally, we do intraarticular injection of the cells, and uh, the longest paper, that, the, the, the longest follow-up that has been done in patients with osteoarthritis of the knee was done in Korea. They follow patients for seven years doing oh biopsy and doing MRIs. And it was demonstrated that in 97% of the patients, the cartilage grew and patients were out of pain. So so (laughs) it is a very successful treatment for sports injuries, for uh, orthopedic ailments. Now it's important to know that when something needs surgery, it needs surgery. For example, if you have a complete tear of a ligament in your knee, you have to go and attach it together through surgery. Now, stem cells will help with recovery. Stem cells will avoid uh, um, stiffness and scarring and fibrosis, but if you need to reattach the tendon or the ligament, you have to do it. Like, you know... Cells are good for what they're good for. That's another important right. thing. But we have treated a lot of uh, 
high-performance athletes, for example, and the results are outstanding. And we already know because it's been it's pretty popular among the the high uh, the athletes in general, and we know a lot mm-hmm. of famous people that have come out and said, "Yeah, I had stem cell treatment for my injury and such." Not, not to go backwards, but I want to ask you again about the osteoporosis, because at this point in time, uh, my spine is pretty well. It, it's a lot of negativity. It's dropped down. They tried doing uh, different things. Is the stem cell, will that help what is left of the spine, or will that reinforce it to make it stronger? Well, we will have to take a look at all your medical records, like I said, and scans. <laughs> Good to know. But potentially, yes. Potentially, yes. You will find uh, relief. We would do, normally for osteoporosis, what we do is intravenous injection of uh, mesenchymal stem cells. And, yeah, I don't know that it's going to strengthen up uh, the spine, but it definitely will help with bone density. Yeah. Wow. Terrific. Avoid any, any additional damage to what's already there. So it will keep things like in a Like I said, in any case, if um, in, a, in a lot of cases, if we stop the condition from progressing, that is in itself a good result. Definitely. Yep, definitely. That's good to know. There's yes. so now, much out there that we don't understand, and what you're talking about is in in a way for many people it's like a bit of a miracle isn't it i i didn't get that one i'm so sorry yeah okay no it's it's a miracle because we are used to only hearing yeah because most people are listening are listening to traditional doctors that only have drugs and surgery and that's it and drugs and surgery have they make us pay a price in a different way so hearing about this, it, it is miraculous. And I experienced this miracle. You know my original doctor. Both you and Ricardo know Dr. New, Dr. Berman, in California, who was also a big pioneer in this field. And I had uh, scleroderma, very aggressive case at the time. I thought I was on the way out. And I had the treatment from Dr. Berman with intravenous uh, stem cells, derived from adipose tissue, and my symptoms, which were horrible, stopped overnight, and I had five months symptom-free, which was a miracle. It really was. And then it Mm -hmm. slowed the progression of the disease over the years. So it gave me both of those benefits, and I tell everybody about it, and they also find it hard to believe because they know how devastating scleroderma is. And Last week, I had the pleasure of meeting both of you, and I had another treatment, and I have to report that I am feeling so much better. It's only been a week, and already I am seeing scar tissue recede. I am feeling more like myself. I've been able to actually get back to working out, which I couldn't do most recently. I was too tired and too Mm -hmm. stiff from the scar tissue from the scleroderma. So 
I can say personally, Bible, it works, and it's an amazing, amazing treatment with no side effects. I had no side effects at all. This is side effect free, which is terrific. So I am, I am thrilled to hear that. But I kind of knew it was happening. It was going to happen. <laughs> well, well, thank you. I, and just so everybody knows, I call Dr. Novus Dr. Gentle. She is a fabulous, fabulous doctor. And it, it really was a pleasure working with you, Dr. Novus, and I hope to in the future as well. So let me get to Ricardo. We want to talk about the clinic. And, Ricardo, how did you form this clinic and get into this? Because you're instrumental in bringing people to the clinic and also visiting people outside of the clinic so they can have this treatment. How did you get started with this? Well, actually, um, that introduction was was awesome, by the way, uh, Patricia. (laughs) (laughs) I know you live up to it. I found it extremely important. (laughs) (laughs) but i appreciate that that was that was really nice um anyhow um i i i got involved in regenerative medicine um actually working with dr novus uh back in 2009 so we've been working together since 2009 and um treating patients since 2009 we actually started working with uh, COPD patients um, with chronic obstructive pulmonary disorder and uh, with the protocols from Dr. Pospaliaris at Adistem uh, uh, from Australia. And, uh, and we started working with, uh, with, with pul- uh, pulmonary patients, and the results were just outstanding. I mean, you know, patients were improving their... Uh, pulmonary function tests. Uh, they were improving in the 50-meter walk. Uh, they were using less oxygen. I mean, the results were, you know, like Dr. Nova said that, uh, you know, if, if you don't see it yourself, you won't believe it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, now you fast forward and there's been uh, many, many studies for COPD um, using um, adipose uh, mesenchymal stem cells. Uh, I also had the pleasure um, we have a protocol, uh, which is a V-cell protocol, which is a very small embryonic-like cell, um, which comes from the peripheral blood, which um, is quite controversial. There's uh, doctors that believe that that stem cell doesn't exist, and uh, there's uh, doctors uh, that actually discovered it in 2012 in India that discovered the cell, and we actually developed that protocol in Cuba uh, when there was a window there um, in 2016, from 2016 to 2018, there was a window where American companies could uh, work with uh, with Cuban. Um, we actually worked with Cuban academics to develop and uh, and um, you know fortify our V cell protocol. And that actual V cell protocol has been taken uh, to uh, the stem cell center in Abu Dhabi which is run by um, two Cuban doctors, and they actually uh, did a study just using the V-cells from the peripheral bud to treat COVID patients um, that were severely ill and were in extremely bad shape. And 94% of the patients improved under this study. I believe it was 240 patients. 94% improved using the V-cell protocol. 
So, I mean, you know, the results that we've been getting, you know, with with um, our protocols are are, are really quite quite extraordinary. Um, <clears throat> but back to the clinic, the clinic, um, uh, we've actually been in the same location here in Plantation, Florida, uh, which is 15 minutes uh, from the Fort Lauderdale International Airport. We've been in this location for the last seven years, um, and it's a small space. We really... It's really a, a concierge clinic. Um, you know, we we won't see more than if we have IV patients, um, uh, we won't do more than three in a day. If we have orthopedic patients, we can do a little bit more. But um, it's it's really a concierge service that we provide. Uh, the patient, you know, gets to speak with the doctor, has direct contact with the doctor, has direct contact um, with myself. Um, we answer all their questions. We give them our cell phone number if they have any issues. They able, they're able to contact us directly, and we're very, very hands-on. Um, you know, we understand these treatments are novel. They're not cheap, so we want to make sure that the patient feels com- comfortable and understands exactly what they're going to be getting and what they're getting into, what results they can expect. Um is there any side effects? We we answer all their questions, and uh, we um, make sure that they're comfortable. And and when they're here, uh, our attention is fully on that patient. Uh, you know, for the three to four hours that the treatment takes, and um, afterwards we do an excellent follow up with the patient the next day, and and for months to come, just to make sure that everything's going well and to track them to see if they need any uh, follow-up treatments. Uh, so it's it's really, really a hands-on concierge type of clinic. That's what really differentiates us from a lot of the clinics that are out there. Um, you know, we're just very, um, uh, you know, service-oriented. That's, That's important. That's and, wonderful to know. Yeah, and, and both of you also, I have to restate this, You've both been involved in stem cells for a very long time. I mean, this is nothing that you're just jumping on the bandwagon with because there's a way to make money with this. You've been involved with this for many years. You've been involved with the research of it. And and that's, you know, one of the reasons that I tell people that you both are the ones to work with on this because of your history with it, your understanding of it. There's so much that you, you bring to the table when it comes to these treatments, and they're not inexpensive. Can you give us a range of cost? And now keep in mind, everybody, that also this clinic, Regenistem, offers financial um, situations where you can make payments. So there you can work with it over a period of time, and so it's not just one big output, which is helpful to some people. But what's the range on this in terms of price? Well, I, I know mean, it's different for everybody. Yeah, I mean, listen, you can do. we can do a PRP for as little as, you know, $500 to inject a joint, and then, you know, treatments can range if you start using umbilical cord, and exosomes, uh, you know, they can go into, you know, depending on, you know, the patient's weight because the dosing has a lot to do with the weight. We usually like to do 1 million cells per kilogram of body weight. So if you're using donor cells, it can go anywhere from, you know, ten to you know, ten to $20,000, depends. 
and also if you use exosomes. We also have an excellent service, which is banking. We have the ability to take the mesenchymal stem cells from your adipose tissue and uh, take a sample and send it to a company here called American Cell Technology, which is actually, uh, you know, uh, fortunately and conveniently, uh, 10 minutes from our office, and they can culture expand your um, your fat cells for future infusions. And if you decide to do that treatment uh, along with a point-of-care treatment, uh, that service can run you $5,000. But over time, if you need more infusions, if you have something uh, that's um, uh, neurodegenerative or or uh, autoimmune that may need multiple treatments, um, it may be cost-beneficial to go ahead and have your cells banked so you have those cells there uh, for the rest of your life and you have as many as you need for the rest of your life. So that's another excellent service that we, that we um, provide. So we can inject a joint. Um, a joint injection can be anywhere from 4,000. Um, you know, we can do a lumbar spine for depends how many levels, uh, but let's just say anywhere from six to 8,000, and then we have the IVs and the banking. So I would say we can go as little as, you know, $500 to a PRP to a full-blown uh, umbilical cord with exosomes. Um, you know, it can run as much as $20,000. We can also do um, more. We can do, for example, uh, we have a great partnership in Cancun, Mexico, where we can do, um, we have a cardiologist there who's phenomenal. His name is Dr. Rafael Mogel. And if somebody has, um, um, you know, a CHF or anything like that, we can do catheterizations um, uh, directly to the heart with stem cells. So there's a lot of things. We work with autistic children, um, so we can treat autistic children. Um, so there's a lot of uh, different conditions that we can treat. and the, Again, the prices vary, but you can have an idea. Um, you know, a PRP can be as little as $500 to a full-blown treatment being upwards around $20,000. Well, that's Once very helpful. Once this is taken care of, excuse me, Patricia. Once a person has received the treatment, how long do, can they feel that this treatment will last? Does it have to be redone along the way, or is it... Uh, one time and it takes care of it. Doc, you want to go ahead and answer that? Well, like I said at the beginning, uh, this is a therapy, not a cure. Mm -hmm. So right. some conditions are going to definitely need uh, a follow-up okay. uh, treatment. Mm -hmm. uh, but some mm -hmm. other conditions with our protocols will take only one uh, session. It depends, like I said, on the patient, on the biologic uh, uh, status of the organism that, you know, the level of the condition, the bioxidative stress that this patient has, et cetera, mm -hmm. um, it, it can vary. Normally, patients feel a difference and improvement in, within uh, the first month, um, and it could take... Uh, about a year, eight, eight months to a year, uh, symptom-free or with a slowdown of the condition. Some people need a treatment before. And some of the protocols will call for infusions every uh, four to six months. 
So it all depends on the condition and the oxidative stress on the patient and uh, age is an important factor, uh, lifestyle and such. So mm-hmm. there would right. be case, in a case-by-case is there a, a time when the, the, a person is too old to find this beneficial? Is it, what would you no. consider the best age proof? It doesn't no, matter. That's no, good really, to uh, there is no uh, age that would not improve. I, I like to tell the story. My mother is 88 years old, mm-hmm. and she's been getting... Uh, stem cell IV every four months for the past three years uh, because at one point we figured she she is a very, very healthy uh, person. She doesn't take any medications, fortunately, but she started becoming very frail. And mm-hmm. at that point, she herself realized after I offered her the treatment 10,000 times, she realized that... Um, <laughs> She needed it because she felt frail. She felt that she was not, she was becoming incapable. Now, every four months, she uh, she reclaims her treatment, and she calls it monkey blood. So she tells <laughs> us that we're giving her monkey blood. <laughs> no, she's hilarious. Yeah, she's a character. And what's <laughs> happening is I am using donor stem cells on her. Why? Mm-hmm. Because she is, well, she started when she was 85. Uh, she was already 85 years old. Uh, an autologous uh, treatment would become very cumbersome. In her case, she was frail. She was low weight. And we couldn't find fat. After uh, 60, uh, it's not a good idea to... We don't have the the same amount of cells in the marrow. So at that point, I decided, listen, our, our best choice is to use uh, umbilical cord uh, stem cells from Donner. And she has done wonderful. She's gained weight. She's gained in muscle mass. And she still um, rules the world with her little fortune. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. Now, the reason I was asking, uh, Patricia isn't aware, I'm getting some uh, questions from my end over here, too. That's why I was asking some of these questions, because uh, different ones that I know were aware of the show tonight, and they're very interested and concerned, and as am I. I'm 86, so, you know, anything I decide to do, it's, uh, I keep keep thinking it's for the short term. You don't sound a year older than 35. Oh, what a compliment. I'll, I'll get anything done, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, PK. That's a great so one. Many people are concerned about different things. And, of course, the cost. And you've covered that, which I think is very helpful for others. And, like I said, this one individual I know, he has heart problems and to the nth degree and has been under treatment for as long as I've known him, and I've said a good 10, 15 years. Yet very young, very much involved, and wants to be involved. And I'm thinking that this might be a great alternative for him. Rather than just dealing with the, the heart in itself, it takes all of it to make it work. Yes. Sounds very interesting. 
Yeah, for yes. heart, we have we have a great team for for cardiac conditions. So we just need to get his uh, medical history and and re- have the have the doctors review that, mm-hmm. and then we can go ahead and come up with a plan of action. Sounds fabulous. We're going to just yeah, take a great. very short commercial break and kind of come back with more mm-hmm. questions for you both. So stay tuned, everybody. Just a short one here, and we will be right back. The health benefits of sunlight to our body are well known. Light energizes. Light lifts your mood, and light can heal. What if all these benefits were combined into one portable device that you can use in the comfort of your home? The German medical device manufacturer Weber Medical has recently launched the Endolite Band. The Endolite Band looks like a smartwatch, but does so much more. This revolutionary band is equipped with true laser diodes that irradiate the circulating blood via your arteries. Each color provides its own powerful benefits. Red and infrared light deliver energy and regulate your immune system and blood pressure. Yellow is a real mood booster and improves sleep quality. Green impacts oxygen supply, and blue has anti-inflammatory effects. The Endolite Band has three programs. Recharge helps you start your day with energy. If you want to unwind and clear your head after a busy day, select Relax. When you need full support, select Recover, activating all diodes at the same time for the full range of effects. Improve your well-being at the touch of a button. 30 minutes per day gives you the advantage, and there are no side effects. Let the Endolite Band bring you a healthier life. Order now at www.wmedicalsystems.com. That's www.wmedicalsystems.com. Your property tax bill. Have you seen it lately? It's frightening. Your property taxes are going up while your home value is going down. It's time to fight back and win. For the real truth about the property tax system, get attorney Pat Quintilian's book, Are You Getting Screwed on Your Property Taxes? How to Find Out and How to Fix It. Attorney Quintilian answers all your questions and gives you the facts you need to fight a property tax bill that is spiraling out of control. You'll also read about what happens to property owners who don't check their property records, only to find out too late they're taxed on square footage, fixtures, and even buildings that they don't own. Is this happening to you? Learn your rights. Buy Attorney Pat Quintilian's book today. Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Available on Amazon.com. Welcome back, everyone. We are speaking with two incredible stem cell experts tonight, Ricardo de Cubas and Dr. Maritza Novis, and we are learning so much, everybody. Now, the name of the clinic is Regenistem. Now, Ricardo, tell everybody the best way to get in touch with your clinic and with you and Dr. Novis, because I know you're going to get some phone calls after the show. So, awesome. what's yeah. the best so way? The, the, well, the best way is the phone number is 305-224-1858. Again, it's 305-224-1858. And then they can reach us at, if they want to reach us by email, it's info, I-N-F-O, at Regenistem.com. Regenistem is spelled R-E-G-E-N-E-S-T-E-M.com. 
terrific. Thank you so much for that. Now, we want to hear some stories of patients that you guys have treated and the results that they did get. Can you share some of that? Obviously, we don't need their names, but just some of their conditions and how the stem cells made a big difference in their lives. Rick, you want to go? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I'll, go. I'll, I'll share one and then you share one. We just had a patient leave today who was actually a physician who had um, terrible, terrible um, sciatica and lumbar pain that he had been dealing with. You know, he works... Um, uh, you know, he works 24-hour shifts at the hospital. He's always on his feet, and he was suffering a lot. Um, and we actually um, injected his lumbar at two levels, and Dr. Novus injected his sciatica. And, um, and he came in here today for just a follow-up, and uh, he's doing fantastic. Um, he's really happy with his results, and um, you know, he's he's a believer. He's actually referred um, a few patients to us already. And uh, again, you know, the best uh, the best uh, thing for us is word of mouth. We we don't advertise at all. Everything comes word of mouth. So um, you know, that's just one case that just recently um, you know came through. Madi, you want to go ahead and. Uh, and maybe share one? Well, remember, I'm going to share this one uh, about the dancer. That oh, the dancer is a, a good one. A, the dancer is amazing. She came uh, to us, well, she's a young woman, and uh, she had a lesion um, because of her work in um, her hip tendons and in the back. And she came, uh, and her main complaint was, well, I cannot even stretch. Uh, I cannot dance. I cannot raise my legs. Um, So we went ahead and we did her injection about two months ago. And I had asked her to come by, and she came by the day before yesterday uh, to see us. And she's a young girl. And she walked in, and she was like, hey, Doc, look at me. And then she does, she jumps, and she does a split. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And then she stands up, and she raises her leg above her head, and she was holding it with one hand. And I'm like, what are you doing? Did I not tell you not to stretch like that? Well, I feel so well. I have been able to go back Mm. to dancing, and I'm so happy. So do you think I need another one? And I'm like, you're too young. Just, just, you know, let's wait. Let's wait it out. It's been only two months after the injection. She was, she was ecstatic. And like that, we we had a story with our group of pediatricians. Um, we had an autistic child, 14 years old. Uh, she came to us from Uruguay, and. Uh, we did uh, our, we put together our protocol and we did injections in her lumbar spine in the in the um, in her in her spine. We did IV. Um, we were using uh, her own bone marrow donor cells, exosomes, and um, everything. And uh, 
short of three hours after she woke up from the general anesthesia. We did that on the general, of course, she's the uh, child. Um, she was making eye contact. And wow. she was making eye contact with us uh, because the only eye contact that she would uh, make was with her mom, and she would only answer to her name if it was her mom's voice. Otherwise, she wouldn't at all. And she would, we have it on tape, actually, uh, she actually explained to me how her music box was working, how it worked. And she gave me the whole explanation, and she was looking at me. And that's one of the stories that, like I said, if I hadn't been there, I wouldn't have believed it. But I did. I was there. So... Uh, long story short, her mom got a grant from the Uruguayan government to bring the kids to our group, to the kids with autism, to to treat them. So we have treated about 10 of them. Wow. That's incredible that you can treat autism and get that kind of a result because everybody knows that autistic children have a lot of trouble with eye contact, communication, um, touch, yeah. all of those things. So yeah. to have any progress is is truly amazing with something like that. Now, what about some of these horrible autoimmune diseases? They're all horrible, but ALS is a bad one, MS. What is your experience with those patients? We've had more experience with MS than with ALS. Um, And in MS, we have seen improvement of the symptoms, but the most important thing thing is that we have seen uh, lesions, MS lesions disappear in MRI six months after the treatment. So that is in itself stopping the progression. uh, more than anything. Now, we have patients, I, I we have two patients that treat themselves. Uh, they have rheumatoid arthritis, seronegative uh, rheumatoid arthritis, which is a pretty complicated uh, one, a pretty complicated case. And we have been treating them for the past five years. And uh, this Ladies, we did the first treatment using the wrong adipose-derived stem cells, and we saw all the markers in blood go back to normal. Of course, the markers for rheumatoid arthritis were still there, but the inflammatory markers disappeared. They came down to normal levels. And eight months, the first time was eight months after the first treatment, they call us and they say, listen, uh, I think I'm a little stiff now and I'm having a little pain, so I think we might be ready for another treatment. And so we did it. And the second time after the second treatment, they were immunomodulated for a year. Ah, so extended. it's results that we see uh, that are very interesting. They still have rheumatoid arthritis and there is, you know, that that's the fact. They have the rheumatoid arthritis. But the fact that they were symptom-free and they were crisis-free uh, for a year, that says a lot. It says a lot, uh, because, Dr. Novus. 
Yes, and also I have to say that when you have a chronic illness like any of these autoimmune diseases, they're horrible. And if you can mm-hmm. get a month pain-free and symptom-free, I mean, a year is just incredible. And so, you know, people say, well, it's a lot of money for a year. I say, really, it isn't. Because when you're suffering every single day with these horrible symptoms, to have that kind of relief, you really can't put a price on it. You really can't. No. Well, PK, yeah, you going to say something? Pardon me? You're going to ask another question, PK? No, I was going to say the thing how often should a person follow through once this is done, uh, they have the procedure? Is there a certain specific time that they stay in contact with you or to decide that this is the time that they have to do it again? Is there a time frame or anything? We tend to keep in touch with everybody all the time. So every time a patient comes to us, it's yeah, it can get rid of us because we're constantly calling and trying to, and, and checking, that's, checking that's, and, uh, and and asking for for lab work and trying to talk to mm-hmm. the physician is the if their personal physician is amenable to um, regenerative treatment. So we try to right. contact them and work together with them to to continue the follow up. Uh, because so this is something that you have to continue evaluating. Mm-hmm. So it it uh, it depends on the patient, really. But in contact, they keep in contact with us all the time. Uh, it's, a, it's important but, to know that that you follow through with everyone. That means an awful lot because people get scared when they're un, unsure of what's taking place. There's nothing better than knowing that they can reach out and touch you and get an answer. That's important. Absolutely. Is there anything that interferes with a stem cell treatment? I know you mentioned uh, alcohol, nicotine, uh, but is there anything else? Are there medications that you sometimes say, if you can stay away from this, stay away from it because it will interfere with the success of the stem cells? Well, we tend to uh, ask our patients to avoid non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. Um, because they block the signal. So when you have acute inflammation or you have a tissue that's not working properly, it's sending signals to the cells. So if you inhibit that that signal, then the cells will, will not know where to go. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the, the that's one of uh, the medications that we try to stay away from. Also, when the patient is receiving chemotherapy, uh, obviously makes no sense. Right. And long-term steroid use, we try to work with the physician to see if we can uh, reduce or stop the steroid before the treatment. Um, patients in dialysis, for example, we try to work with the dialysis uh so it's, that those are a, a little bit more complicated cases. Um, and say anticoagulants, if you're going to have a procedure done, uh, we will have to manage that as well. And that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Okay, so that's a short list. 
Then what about, you know, there's a mm-hmm. lot of advertisement right now for red light therapy, either LED or laser. Does that interfere at all or does that help? Most to the contrary. In 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 our protocol, we include a low-level uh, diode light that includes the red light. And that's because that red light uh, stimulates the mitochondrial function. And, uh, well, uh, mitochondria is like uh, the brain, the liver of the cell. Everything happens there. And mitochondria is in charge of uh, managing free radicals and uh, cellular respiration. And a a big cascade of chemical reactions happen there. So we need to stimulate. And and that's one of the most important points in in functional medicine is to keep mitochondria healthy. So actually the lead, uh, red light, stimulates the proliferation of the cells and stimulates the release of growth factors. So definitely it will not interfere at all. It sounds like it would be a big help. So that's wonderful yep. to hear that. Yes. Very good. Well, PK, do you have any other questions or should we let these you people know, go home? <laughs> I think you've done beautifully. I think it's excellent. And it's been a great show. Thank you very, very much. Very important. No, thank you. Thank you, Patricia. Thank, Thank you, PK. It was a pleasure. This has been great, you guys. You are so fabulous and so fantastic, and we can't thank you enough for coming on the show tonight. We know we've had a lot of people listening, and this is very exciting stuff, and here you are at the forefront mm-hmm. of all of it. And again, everybody, the name of the clinic is Regenistem, so you can go to Regenistem. Dot com, And if you have any other questions, you can feel free to contact me directly. My email is on our website, supernaturalgirls.com, if I can help and direct you back to Ricardo uh, de Cubas and Dr. Maritza Novis. I'd be happy to. These two are the best, the absolute best. And if you want to get involved with these types of treatments, we recommend you go there. So, anyways, thank you again, Ricardo, Dr. Novis. Have a wonderful rest of your evening, and we hope to have you back sometime. Tell us more yes, stories, absolutely. more success. Yeah, more success stories. This is so exciting, and I know you're still working on more research, and we want to hear all about it. So, everybody, we'll be back next week with another great show. And until then, we'll see you on the Blue Highway. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural.